Hey there, I'm Osman Faruqi and this is The Drop, a culture show from the Sydney Morning Herald and The Age, where we dive into the latest in the world of pop culture and entertainment. It's another special week on The Drop. We've got two episodes coming out. On Thursday, I'll be back as usual with Thomas and Mel to break down the new season of The Bear and talk a bit more about the enormous reaction to Barbie and Oppenheimer. But today, I'm really excited to bring you an interview with one of the biggest musicians on the planet, Colombian pop superstar Jay Balvin. Balvin has sold more than 35 million albums. He's collaborated with Beyonce, gone to number one with Cardi B, and is currently working on a new album with Ed Sheeran, plus a new solo record. He's known as the Prince of Reggaeton for the influence he's had on bringing Spanish language music to the West, and he was in Australia this week for his first local tour. He very generously found the time to come hang out with me in the studio. Jay Belvin, welcome to the show. Thank you so much Thank for your you. time. Thank you. Thank you. I appreciate it, man. Happy to be here. And we're super grateful. Right now in 2023, reggaeton and, and Latin music generally is one of the biggest genres in the world. And, yeah. You know, you yourself have sold tens of millions of records. You've got billions of streams on YouTube and Spotify. Mm-hmm. But it wasn't always like no. that, right? I, I want to ask you a bit about the start of your career and what the, the landscape was like for an artist, you know, from, from yeah. South America making Latin music. Yeah, I mean, you know, the you know, reggaeton basically started in Puerto Rico, you know, and um, they say I was the outsider because I'm from Colombia, mm. so I kind of I went against all the odds because it was like, why this guy's doing reggaeton? You know, why mm. he's doing reggaeton? Like, you gotta be from Puerto Rico to to do reggaeton. And I was like, well, you know, seems like football was born in in you know in UK, and we got amazing players from Colombia, Brazil, <laughs> Argentina. You yeah. know, not. You know, who's the who's the winners of the World Cup? They're Argentinians now, you know? So it's like, I saw a big opportunity instead of being like, oh, it's going to be hard for me. I was like, well, I'm going to be the only one. Hmm. But it took the time. It took time, of course, you know, through the different platforms when, you know, YouTube was the big, the big thing at that time. But we also had like MySpace way before, hmm. and on this yeah, way right. to, to, you know, to share our music. But it was definitely tough, you know, because like people thought that it was just going to be like a a movement or a jam that just want to be just like from one day to another, just like gone, mm. right? And mm-hmm. it's the way opposite, you know, it just keep going and growing and growing more. So yeah, of course, the the fact that I was the outsider wasn't easier, but it makes me special, mm. you know, in comparison to the rest. Uh, and then when I think we opened the market for the new artists from our country. And also I think we, you know, we give a lot of hope from to the artists from other countries to be like, okay, if they can do it in, from Colombia, now we can do it in Argentina, we can do mm. it in Spain, we can do it from different parts of the world. So it's beautiful, man, because, you know, but I can just I just can't say that it was us because there's a lot of artists that paid the way for us way mm. before. Who were the kind of artists you were listening to or being influenced by when you were starting to make music? Oh, well, it depends, you know, if it's in Spanish or it's in English, you know, if it was, it was in English when I started, it was just like Nirvana, Metallica, mm. Offspring. You know, you were covering we, smells like Teen Spirit. I remember. Yeah, reading. absolutely. Yeah, yeah. That's 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 my thing. Yeah, I used to do that. That song on my on my shows, doing a cover. So I get inspired by a lot of rock music, 
you know, some heavy metals, but then hip hop, you know, uh, JC, Nas, 50 Cent, Eminem, all these artists, you know, inspire me a lot. But when it comes to Latin music, well, we have like from Juan Luis Guerra to, you know, Daddy Yankee. Which he's the, the godfather mm, of it. He's the one who created it. So yeah. he also was the one who put the name reggaeton. Yeah. So it's, 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 it's beautiful. So yeah, they all inspire me a lot and that's where I'm at right now, but they paved the way for us, you mm. know? I think the timing was perfect for us, you know, now on this global, you know, scene that we have now. I want to ask you about that moment when you mentioned these artists that have been making amazing music for a long time, but the only time that artists singing in, in Spanish really crossed over into the US, into Western audiences, was when they did have English language hits. But I think that changed a lot in the 2010s. It changed because, you know, I was... I was like, you know, I'm not gonna. I said, I'm not gonna do my my songs two times, like one in English and <laughs> and, and another in in French and another in, yeah. in in Portuguese and another one in I don't know, you know, in Arabic. If I want just like to cross over, I, it'll drive me crazy, mm. you know. And it's not gonna be the same feeling because like it's not the same when you recording in your own language, the language that you know, like what you're saying, mm. and how you're saying it, and also you have the right slang. Mm. Well, I wasn't like, I'm not going to do nothing else. Just like that. I'm going to keep it real to myself. I'm going to do just Spanish. Yeah. And um, everybody's like, you're crazy. How are you going to cross over? Like, you guys never going to have like a hot number one song in Billboard. And I was like, well, let's see. You know, and we did it with Cardi B and Bud Bunny like a couple of years ago. And I was like, you see what? You see, guys? It yeah. was possible. You know, it takes a time. Same happened with Mi Gente. Uh, you know, that, that we reached the, the, the song, you know, number one song yeah, in like the world. Billion streams on YouTube so quickly. Yes. Yeah. And then, you know, and then we, then, you know, we, we also did uh, the most listened artists in the world. And, uh, and that's past. I'm, that's something that we have done, but I'm focusing what's next, hmm. you know? But that's how we proved that. Is is the time, you know? Mm. I was like, mm, I'm not gonna do nothing in English. It's nothing. I have nothing against on it. Mm. It's just that I wanted to keep real what I said since I started. Yeah, and it, it's happening. I want to ask you about what's coming because I know you're you're working on a very yeah. exciting record. But just just before we get to that kind of the era that you're in at the moment, I'm really interested on your perspective as to what was happening then in the, in the 2010s that made music that was in Spanish receive such a more receptive audience in the US, yeah. which traditionally hadn't. Yeah, I think also the new generations are way more open minded, you know, and they're like more curious. And also they have uh, new platforms that let them find new artists. Mm, and easy new, to discover. And new stuff. sounds, yeah. exactly. Which is make it easy, but also make it harder. It's like a duality right there because yeah. it's like, yeah, you can, you can listen to different artists, but now every day, 110,000 songs per wow. day. Jeez. So to stand out, it's hard, you know, even for artists that are already famous, quote marks, you know, because there's a lot out there. So let's say at the uh, 2010, we were so blessed that, you know, we had the opportunity to understand how it works, the streams and how, you know, try to market it ourselves. And that time is really special because like not all the artists uh, in Latin market has like a brand, you know, like, mm. and I'm talking about a brand that's like, you know, people can 
really recognize what we do and, and we can touch different uh, bases in culture, like fashion, like art, like sports, you know, trying to, you know, reach a little bit of everything. So I think in 2010 is when, when people were more like open to listen to what was going on in Spanish. And I guess in another, of course, in other languages, it's just that we were so blessed because we're, we're too many mm. that we were, you know, trying, trying until, mm. until we broke that, that law. And now there is an audience, not just for the genre, but for your music in particular. You're working on your first record since Jose came out a couple of years ago. Yes. Can you tell me a bit about it? Like, is it how different or similar are the other songs you're working on right now? Oh, no, it's totally different. You know, to me, an album, it's, it's, it's always a way of express how you, you see how you want to, like, you're the one who's in charge of what you want to express to the world, mm. right? The same as you do when you do a show, you know, like what's what's the purpose, what you want to do, you mm. know, what, what you want people to feel. Mm. So in this album, like normally when I do music, it's always more like romantic and uh, and party, but this album is definitely a party album, mm, awesome. you know? Yeah, it's just like, I just want people to be smiling all the time mm. and forget about whatever is going on out there and just feel happy and smile when they're, when they listen to the album. So this album is really special because it's definitely super happy. It's definitely to dance a lot. It has like two or three songs that, you know, they're like kind of sad, you know, like heartbroken feelings, but you also can dance to it. And uh, and we also, you know, I love always to experiment new sounds. And mm. when everybody's going to the right, I like to go to the left, you know, <laughs> like if you have, you know, I'm on a, on a beautiful position that, I don't want to be a follower, you know. I want to keep doing, you know, making my own trends. Mm. And uh, and it's it's not that I want to be different. It's just like that's just my nature to do different things. One of the things that I think I love the most about your music is the amazing collaborations you pull off, both with other reggaeton artists and others. You mentioned Miente with. Beyonce, she jumped on the yeah. remix. I like it. I like dollars, I like diamonds, I like stunning, I like shining, I like million dollar deals. Where's my pen? Bitch, I'm signing. I like those Balenciagas. Probably my favorite song of the past decade. Cardi B? With Cardi, Cardi B, B so and Bad Bunny? Oh, that, that, that album is great, Invasion of Privacy, but that track just like goes so hard. It, it's, it's funny because, you know, when when we did that song, they call us to, you know, to Cardi B label and, and they ask, you know, like, why should be the single? And I was like, it's not even a question. <laughs> That's the single. Yeah. And they were like, no, you know, I think we're gonna do this. I'm like, okay. Anyway, don't worry. People are gonna let you know what the real the single hit? is, yeah, right? Exactly. So I remember they dropped the album, and the same day, at the other day, when they checked the numbers, it's like, oh, you were right. <laughs> this is the single now. I'm like, I told you guys, yeah. don't, you know, because we knew the time was perfect. You know, we were blessed that. That was their special moment. Mm. Are there any um, collaborations on this album that you're particularly excited to share with listeners? There's a lot. I just, you know, there's a big surprises there, yeah. you know, because I super unexpected. And also the, not just in my album, the new songs, like maybe like next year mm. uh, from singles from different artists, you're going to be like, what is J Balvin doing there? <laughs> any clues? It, no, I can't. I can't, but just imagine. You can imagine whatever. <laughs> uh, I read in an, another interview, I think, from from the last couple of days that Usher's classic, yeah. 
there's, yeah. there's like a, a interpolation or a sample of that on this new work? Yes, it's, but this is really special because, you know, I wanted to sample this song, which I always need to understand why no one has sampled this special song because it's such a party vibe. And one day I was in Paris Fashion Week, he was just, you know, he was just on my right. I was like, hey, how's it, what up? You know, like we got to know, like I met him way before, great guy. And I asked him, like, you know, you think I can use, you know, yes sample for one of my singles? And he's like, of course. I'm like, oh, wow. <laughs> awesome. I thought he was going to say no, because no one has done it before. Yeah, so yeah. Like, maybe he, everybody, maybe he, they were rejected so many times. <laughs> and then when I was in the studio, I was like, well, let's make it more legit. You know, we have to have Usher in the song. So then I called him and he was like, you know, I, I don't know if you want to be in the song with us. Like, he said, like, oh, of course. So oh, awesome. I think it's gonna it's, it's, it's gonna give a lot of credibility because you know besides we're using the sample mm. and we took it to the to, to the year three thousand mm. you know it's just like definitely another you can you can even compare you know it's just like this is basically another yeah, song that's exciting know? I'm very excited for this yeah I'm super happy and and I've been dropping the song in in this tour that we're doing now you know teasing it. And uh, the feedback has been amazing. You know, people are just like, without even knowing. But when they listen to the sample, when it started, they just go crazy. Hmm. And then I'm like, okay. It's is, so iconic it's, when you hear that straight away. Exactly. Yeah. You know, and for the new kids that they might never heard about the, the, the beat before, uh, the melody still, you know, the beat still so catchy and so powerful that that's what I love. You know, the people that already know the song, they have a lot of nostalgia. Mm. And also it's going to be a lot, of course, like love and hate, mm. which makes all sense because people are going to be like, okay, this was my favorite song. Yeah. <laughs> and why you flip like this? But, yeah. you know, I'm, I'm, I'm really confident about what we're doing. And I think also Usher, if he jump on it, because he's also confident of what you know. Yeah, yeah. It's, a, it's good to have his kind exactly, of Exactly, but he'll yeah, be yeah. like, no, you know, just like do it yourself. Tell me what's going on. But then the fact that he jumped with me in the song is like, he really definitely believes on it. And yeah. So we have everything set up for that. I think it's great hearing how organic these kinds of interactions are with some of our favorite artists. Oh yeah, it's really weird when it's it's sometimes happen when the label try to make this connection. It's sometimes like they send you just some beautiful, amazing song that you just can't say no. But I, but I also mostly all of my all of my collaboration have been really organic. It's mm -hmm. like I just meet the artist. What was the story with Beyonce jumping on me? And was that her listening to the song and being like, I got to do this? The thing was like her daughter, uh, Blue, that was her favorite song. So oh, she wow. was like, listen to me, Hente, over and over again, over and over again, over and over again. I think, you know, so I think she, you know, Beyonce wanted to like, to like give her a present. Yeah. Also like, you know, like I'm here with your favorite artist right now with the music. And I was in the studio right, right one day and it was a girl called, her name is Melissa. She, she works with Beyonce. I think she still works with Beyonce, I think. And I just like randomly asked her, like, she told me about the story that she was listening all the time with the song. I was like, well, why don't you ask her if you want to jump on the song? Mm. You know, as Latino, we love to hustle all the time. So <laughs> I'm like, so we made, I made the question and then at the other girl, like she's down, like send her the beat. I'm like, what? <laughs> <laughs> and then she invited me to Coachella. So it was like, it was beautiful because it wasn't a label thing. It was mm. it was life. You know, it was like her daughter listening to the song over and yeah, over and again. And part of the, one of the most iconic live performances in yes, the history of music. Yes, in history. Music. You know, yeah. it was the first time that, I, you know, that a black woman had the opportunity to perform. Are y'all ready, Coachella? I want to see everybody from the front to the back. 
Put your hand up. Sing it now. Hey! It was a huge statement the fact that she was there, you mm. know, and 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 also there being a Latino there, and 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 you know, to me it was a huge blessing to be with her on stage and on that such iconic moment for culture in general. Mm. And Jose, I've heard that maybe there's an Ed Sheeran collaboration in the works as well. It is, it is. We have a new album coming up next an year. An album, collab album. Yeah, whole album. Oh, that's amazing. Whole album. We recorded in France, in Paris. And it's really something that is super unexpected. The fact that like, we did a whole album, you know, like we started doing two songs. We met on a hotel. I was in the gym. He was in the gym. I was. That's how you guys met at the yeah, gym. At the gym. <laughs> so I was like, I, I, I saw a guy on the a guy on the treadmill. And I was like, that is shit. So I saw his left arm. So I Google, I Google his left arm. Yeah, yeah. we like, you see, and he also was googling me my tattoos. <laughs> So then he like he just got out of the treadmill and I was in the in the spinning and the bicycle, you know, and he's like, Jay? And I'm like, Ed. <laughs> <laughs> and it was like so cool, you know, because we we had this immediately connection. Then we had coffee, we talk, you know, we started having a really like a cool relationship. Mm. And and after that, we said, like, well, when we're gonna do, when we're gonna do music, mm. you know? And and it happened so organic, then then I called him one day, I was like, okay, we have these two songs. Why don't we do at least like three and we make an EP? And he mm -hmm. was like, well, why don't we make an album then? I'm like, of course, <laughs> make an album. <laughs> so it was that organic, you know? So yeah, we have this this amazing album for next year, God willing. And I think it's going to be such a huge statement. I'm excited. I mean, that track South of the Border with uh, Camille Cabello and uh, mm -hmm. B, that's great. Ed sounds good, you know, well, doing that sort of thing. You, you can't, you know, you got to be ready for what we, what we did together with the new album. It's going to be mind blowing, you know? production out of this world we have uh, Fred again which is mm. amazing the album is really special like you, you, you don't see that coming when you listen to it you're like oh wow they did this Crazy. that's really exciting I mean it's hard to think of an artist that you haven't collaborated with but is there someone in your list or someone who you would love to do something whether it's just to you know jump on a track with them or yeah, do something more uh, kind of of course of you know Drake has always been one of my my favorite artists mm. uh, also Rihanna it's super dope. If you can get her back in the studio, man, I think everyone would be very excited. Uh, you know, everybody's been waiting for that for years, but yeah. of course, you know, she just did the Super Bowl. I think she's okay. This <laughs> 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 is more than great. I think you yeah, got Rihanna, Drake. I haven't worked with The Weeknd. I think it's really dope also. I mean, I talked to him, uh, I think not like a year ago, something mm. like that. But I think, you know, this it's just matter of time, you know, and it's just like timing and, and, I mean, they're like me and you talking, vibing, you know, mm. I think the music has changed a lot. It's not like it used to be like, you know, label send you the song and that. I'm much more like, no, let me get to know the person. Let mm. me vibe with it. And that's what's going on. Mm. The last thing I, I wanted to touch on was we were talking about the kind of crossover success you had the 2016, 2017, 2018, particularly with some of those bigger tracks. Mm -hmm. That was a pretty complicated time for America as well. It, it sort of felt interesting to see audiences really lap up and enjoy and listen to music from Spanish-speaking countries. Yeah, we, we also were celebrating because at that time, if I'm not mistaken, Trump was a president. That's right. That's kind of what I'm thinking. It's like exactly. on one so, hand, they're backing a so guy. So it was, it was yeah. like totally anti-immigration yeah. and, and, you know, like he said crazy things about Mexico. And I was like, this cannot happen. You mm. know, like I think we got a pro at least when it comes from mu to music, 
we got to prove all these people that we're the truth, mm. you know? So that showed them that our power is, it's way beyond. Because yeah. like, if all the immigrants in the United States stop for a day, mm. I don't know what's going to happen with the economy. Mm. Or oh, even the radio, man. Imagine, imagine. <laughs> <laughs> you know, we, we shut down the whole country. Yeah. So, you know, it's just like, we were so proud to be like, okay, you guys want us out, but we got to get in more in than, than than we used to <laughs> yeah and what more powerful than music yeah 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 so it's you saw it as like a way to kind of strike back against yeah it's absolutely yeah. i was like you know like let's prove them wrong you know yeah. let's prove them that we're the real deal amazing jose thank you so much thank for your you time man today. i really I appreciate, appreciate you for the time the this episode of the drop was produced by chi wong If you enjoyed listening to today's episode of The Drop, make sure to follow us in your favorite podcast app, leave us a review, or better yet, share it with a friend. I'm Osman Faruqi. See you soon.